Michael Hastings was an investigative journalist whose work led to the resignation of U.S. Army General Stanley McChrystal. After news broke that he'd been hypercritical of President Obama and his efforts with the military, Michael wrote a frantic email to his friends and family, warning that he needed to go off the grid for a while until the conflict died down over the general's resignation. Though before he could do so, he died in a mysterious car crash and his body was immediately cremated, even though his family never gave consent. Michael was a journalist and reporter for both The Rolling Stone and BuzzFeed. He was born in New York, later attending New York University. He would later find recognition after he began to cover various aspects of the Iraq War in the late 2000s. He received several awards for his journalism over the years and did his best to keep his articles as factual and honest as possible. Though the trouble arose for Michael when he began to report on a story that involved the former U.S. Army General Stanley McChrystal. The details of this case could make a video on their own, but to keep it short, McChrystal was not being honest with President Obama, his immediate supervisor. He would put on a front when he was in meetings with the president, though as soon as the meetings had concluded, he would be hypercritical of Obama and voice his concerns to his colleagues. His coworkers were also very critical of the president, as well as countless other members of the government. They would vocalize their displeasure with him on many occasions, leading to Michael Hastings publishing an article that explained McChrystal's displeasure with Obama, ultimately leading to tensions between McChrystal and the president. He says that oddly enough, all of the people he spoke to in interviews were incredibly open about their displeasure with the president, so he couldn't understand why this was a big deal that it got out. Again, this is just a quick synopsis of what took place, so if you'd like some additional info about this, I definitely urge you to look into it further after this video. Michael released his coverage on the event in July of 2010, leading to Stanley's resignation in that same year, immediately after the article was published. Needless to say, tensions were high between Michael, Stanley, and President Obama. The situation died down for a while, though Michael became incredibly dissatisfied with President Obama in 2013, when the Department of Justice began to heavily investigate reporters, thus spawning the infamous war on journalism. We've been hearing about this for years now. Michael posted his final story in June of 2013, titled, Why Democrats Love to Spy on Americans. To add fuel to the fire, Michael spoke with friends just before his tragic car crash and was quoted as saying, I'm onto a big story and need to go off the radar for a bit. He added that his friends should seek legal counsel if the FBI began asking questions about him. It's been rumored that Michael was in the midst of researching John Brennan, the director of the CIA, and his role in the war on journalism. On June 18, 2013, Michael was involved in a single car accident while driving around Los Angeles in his Mercedes C250 at about 4.25 a.m. A witness of the crash reported that the car appeared to be traveling full speed when he crashed head-on into a tree. As he approached the tree, the witness explained that sparks appeared to be shooting from underneath the car and that the car had been fishtailing just before impact. Other witnesses stated that the engine was sent flying about 50 yards in front of the car after it had impacted the tree, leaving behind a disturbing crash scene for police to investigate. Needless to say, Michael's body was severely burned in the fiery crash, with the coroner identifying his body only by fingerprints the FBI had on file. His body was cremated without his family's consent immediately afterward. The coroner ruled Michael's death an accident, with an autopsy concluding that blunt force trauma to the head was the result of his death. Though many people questioned whether this crash was truly accidental. After all, Michael had been involved in some seriously sensitive investigations just days before his passing. 
He always seemed to be the first person to criticize the president when things went wrong, and he single-handedly caused the U.S. Army General to resign as a direct result of his investigation. Around the time that the war on journalism began, Michael took it upon himself to dive headfirst into research regarding the Democratic Party. So is it possible that he found information about a topic that the Democratic Party wanted to keep hidden? Conspiracy theorists seem to suggest that Michael's OnStar safety system in his vehicle was hacked by the CIA, leading his car to drive headfirst into a tree. Though it should be noted that this theory is a bit difficult to get behind because Mercedes vehicles don't even have OnStar. They have their own unique Mercedes safety system dubbed Embrace. I know that's a pretty minor detail in the grand scheme of things, but I feel like that needed to be stated in the efforts of full transparency and honesty. Though in the defense of these theorists, Embrace is susceptible to the same hack that affected OnStar vehicles back in 2015. In this hack, it was possible for some highly skilled technology professionals to gain control of a vehicle, potentially allowing them to hack into the steering and acceleration systems. Just how many times have we seen this play out in the past, where we see journalists, witnesses, or reporters that are researching the Democratic Party suddenly show up missing? Think about Seth Rich, who showed up dead just before he was scheduled to speak out against the Democratic Party in 2016, regarding one of the largest government investigations in American history. Michael's own brother spoke out in the days following his brother's death and mentioned that Michael had been digging deeply into sensitive topics, so it's possible that he was going to take his investigation of the Democratic Party to the next level, though he was snuffed out before he could do so. However, his brother also mentioned that he personally finds it pretty difficult to believe that there was any foul play in Michael's death. In an interview, Michael's brother said, I got the impression that he was having a manic episode, similar to one that he had had about 15 years ago when drugs had been involved. He had tried to convince his brother to check into a rehabilitation program, but he refused to do so. Family members then began to form an intervention, though he passed away before any progress could be made. His brother continued on to say, I really rule out foul play entirely. I might have been suspicious if I hadn't been with him the day before he died. After all, he was definitely investigating and writing about a lot of sensitive subjects. But based on being with him and talking to him and talking to the people that were worried about him in the weeks leading up to his death and being around him when he had similar problems when he was younger, I was pretty much convinced that he wasn't in any danger from any outside agency. So let me know where you stand on this. Is there more to this story than meets the eye? Or was Michael truly a victim of a mental health crisis that resulted in making poor decisions and losing his life? Let me know what you think. But that's the video for today, you guys. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, be sure to click that like button. If you loved it, maybe consider subscribing, sharing, or hitting that join button below the video. It helps us both out more than you may know and helps further the channel in the future. But I've been Ty Knotts. You guys have been lovely. I'll catch you in the next video. Backs against the wall. 